0: Ooh, that sugar sweet. You got what I need. Out the oh, that
1: this is Real Sex with Dr. Noelle.
0: I'm Dr. Noelle Pomeroy, a clinical sexologist and licensed mental health counselor. I'm gonna be talking to guests about sex scenes from movies and TV that they find the most memorable. Maybe it's because they cause them to have a personal epiphany. Or it could be a scene they watched hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times for personal research. Or maybe it's the first time they ever learned a single thing about sex. Let's find out. We're on a streak here on the podcast of having professional (laughs) broadcasters as our guest, which is a huge honor because I don't have to show you how a microphone works. In fact, this person just explained to me how my microphone works. (laughs) And I'm so proud. Please welcome Aaron Schachter. Thank you. Thank you, Noel. It was very <laughs> nice. So, I have to say, for people for a very deep dive, you are the very first person I've ever done a podcast with. We were on that early, weren't we? We were. The international sensation, <laughs> the top of the bottom of the barrel.
1: That's right. From like back in uh, 06, 07 or something like that. Right. 07, 08.
0: So, yeah. if we had kept with it, would we currently be sitting on Joe Rogan money? I happen
1: to think that most people who stay with the same thing for a long time end up getting good or making money at it no matter what it is no mm-hmm. matter how unlikely it is you become professional at it or what i think if we would have been podcasting at this point for what 14 no yeah 14 years mm-hmm. yes <laughs> we would be gigillionaires.
0: by now would we also be talking about hunting and ivermectin <laughs> yeah
1: we'd be definitely doing that lifting <laughs> bro do you even pod lift i do <laughs> well you have the kind of same joe rogan hairstyle yeah it stops at the hair though it doesn't really go
0: down to the body or anything like that certainly not the wallet just just the hair and you're more of a bum fights person than a ufc person
1: (laughs) i used to love bum fights yeah i mean everyone did back then it was like new and fresh and uh, it was the internet it was hot the old internet
0: uh i remember the very first viral video i ever saw was a man having sex with a pinata in a pinata factory it's an odd choice for you to click on (laughs) Well, no, someone showed it to me, I promise. (laughs) Oh, yeah, sure. Believe that. The first movie we're going to talk about today is 2004's Team America World Police. That's right. Aaron, why the heck did you
1: choose this one? So when that thing comes out, it's the first of its kind, really. Like one of these crazy, off-the-wall, very funny South Park guys comedy. Because they had done a few movies. I think they did Basketball by then and maybe one other movie that wasn't like a South Park thing.
0: Yeah, the porn star one. Where the guy's a Mormon orgasmo orgasmo. Yes.
1: That was a very funny movie. Yes. Man, I should have chose that scene the, the DVDA. or anyway. So I'm I'm watching this team America movie just like everybody else is. And, and at the time we're in the theater because that's what people did. They went to the movie theater and this sex scene happens and the whole theater was both like horrified and gasping for air laughing during the <laughs> scene. It is a hilarious and it's very short. It is very short. I think it's less than two minutes. Yes. Can you explain the scene to us? <laughs> so basically, the lead character, the the lead guy is uh, anti-terrorism Wait, guy trying to save I the world. I think we
0: forgot the very, very important part. These are not live. Oh, yeah. This is all puppets.
1: <laughs> <laughs> They're all puppets. Very well done puppets. Very you, tastefully painted and, and, and woodworked puppets.
0: Yeah, they kind of look almost like a Ken and Barbie, but not quite like as far as their bodies, like the articulation right. of their limbs. And They're stuff. not Muppets. No.
1: <laughs> that would have been even more strange. <laughs> that would have been a little bit weird. They look like human puppets. Yes. Uh, I'm trying to think of um, another show that may have, might have used puppets like this, but uh, it's it's a tangent. It's not important. The important thing <laughs> is that this whole movie is about, uh, I guess Kim Kim Jong-un is the older one. Yes. Right? All right. So Kim Jong-un in, in North Korea has decided he's going to um, you know end the world with his nuclear warfare and here comes Team America to save the day mm-hmm. and the lead guy who is this like a plus beautiful man in the, or beautiful puppet. It's this <laughs> <laughs> beautiful puppet. In this movie is doing his thing and, and, and um, <clears throat> the female character, the, the supporting actress, they're romantically linked in the scene. They're um, fighting a little bit. And then it turns into a bit of a flirtation. And then here comes the sex scene. And, and quite the sex scene it is. Man, so like I said, less than two minutes long, um, and I rewatched it again before we had this conversation. I want to say there's more than nine or ten different position changes.
0: That is one of the things that really surprised me about this, because I rewatched it as well to talk about it. They, I think they go through the entire Kama Sutra.
1: <laughs> they, I mean, they definitely hit a few of them twice. I think I saw Reverse Cowgirl twice. Yes. And... And maybe even just her on top, not reverse. I don't know what that's called. Just girl on top.
0: Is that just cowgirl if it's reverse cowgirl I the other way? I guess that
1: really is um, a, a duh point. Yes. <laughs> it's just cowgirl. <laughs> uh, but there is a few of those, uh, a few uh, oral uh, gift givings from both sides. Yes. And- I think he
0: even um, zerberts her at one point in between her <laughs> <your> breasts. <laughs> he <does>. Yes. <laughs> There's
1: a wheelbarrow in there.
0: Yes, and there's one where she is on her head with her legs spread, yes. like a V, and he's behind her inserting himself into her vagina. Yes, that's called
1: the Olympic gymnast. Yeah. Is what I have no idea what that's
0: called. I don't even know if anatomically that is or, possible. Or
1: that it would feel good, although I can't speak on behalf of puppets. I've never had puppet sex. I don't know what it feels like. I don't want to assume that mm-hmm. something doesn't feel good, but... In real life, if that were to... I imagine there's all kinds of issues. I mean, people maybe even, like myself, cramp up during sex quite frequently (laughs) when it's normal sex, so... Who knows what would happen if you were upside down? I suppose
0: if you had a spinner of a woman (laughs) and, uh, I don't know, you were very tall, it could happen? (laughs) Sure,
1: yeah, you'd need the right proportions, right? It would need to organically match. And in this movie, I guess, for the sake of their puppetry, it did.
0: Yes, and these are... Puppets without genitalia.
1: We don't I don't know
0: this. Well, in there's no he has no penis. It's he's just smooth down there like a Ken doll is, and so is she.
1: All right, but So that, there's no insertion. That may pull away to reveal something. I think my dog thinks I'm smooth down there until <laughs> I remove my fur and he goes, What is happening? I don't know. I mean I assume they don't have genitalia. We don't Why get are to you see making your dog look at you <laughs> naked? <laughs> it's an agreement we have. It's consensual. <laughs> it's not on purpose, so
0: there's many, many sexual positions in this, and I, I also have to imagine the number of calories that these <laughs> two individuals would have burned. yeah,
1: is very high. And you know, if they're sweating, it's bad for the puppets because the puppets are made out of wood, so right That doesn't necessarily That's never
0: good. Well. there's the regular version, if you go on Netflix and watch this, it has most of the positions. Mm-hmm. And then if you watch the uncut version which was what they released in theaters, you will see a few additional <laughs> positions. One where the male puppet, the 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 beautiful puppet as you described him. Um <laughs> He
1: is a beautiful puppet. Tell me he's not a good-looking puppet.
0: Yes, you know, I would say he's somewhere above
1: Ernie and Bert. <laughs> he's way above. He's like a he's like Brad Pitt if Brad Pitt was a puppet.
0: Yeah, that's actually true. Isn't one of the puppets in the movie Matt Damon?
1: Yes, yes. except it's not a very favorable <laughs> representation. If you've ever watched South Park, you know that those guys don't think very highly of Matt Damon. So. <laughs> I forgot about that. Man, this, I got to rewatch this whole movie. Yeah. It's such a funny movie. And that, I think, was part of the point for me is that no one was expecting the sex scene, but these, it was such a funny movie. Anyone in that theater was already a huge fan of those guys. Mm-hmm. And then to just throw this in there randomly. And I think... It's also got one of those patented South Park guys uh, songs in the sex scene where they sing their own songs. Yes. Silly lyrics and stuff like that. It I is. wish I would have paid more attention to those song lyrics because mm-hmm. those are always fun, too.
0: Yes. But the uncut version, there is a point where the woman is flat on the bed and you can kind of see that he is on top or he's kind of straddling her. <laughs> and all of a sudden, there's urine splashing yeah. on her face. Yeah.
1: Which we're finding out a lot more people these days like than I thought. Yes.
0: So. And then...
1: Someone shits on someone. (laughs) (laughs) It's puppet shit. So it's right. It's a little less alarming. I think when it happens, I can't imagine a puppet shit is very large. Yeah. Or relative to the other puppet. It might be though.
0: Well, let's say you're walking through your house, and there's shit on the carpet, mm-hmm. and you're and you're like, "Oh my gosh, what is this?" And someone's like, "Oh, don't worry, it's just puppet <laughs> it's shit." Just pub- I'm now, still I'm still upset. There's shit on my carpet.
1: Yes, and then if they were to further be more specific and say it was puppet shit. That happened during a sexual activity that happened on the carpet. I would burn down the house. Yeah, I wouldn't be happy about that either. <laughs> that would be uncomfortable.
0: So the golden shower, I'd say the the feces in sexual play is not something, even as a clinician who's been working for <laughs> a very long time, that a lot of people have particularly brought up.
1: Right. Or or, or it happening in the same session, really. Right. Because the other thing that's like pretty impressive, again, if you really think about it in those terms are, the sheer variety of the activity, like how long do we think that session was?
0: Oh, real we, time? We saw highlights. Right. Um,
1: I got to imagine hours. you have to separate the urination and the shitting on somebody, as well as the oral sex by hours. Right. And Hours and
0: showers. Right, showers. Uh, yes, snack breaks. <laughs>
1: Flamethrower. <laughs> whatever you gotta do to get disinfected. Yeah, Lysol-mites. and the part with the
0: feces, would definitely have to be
1: last right i imagine that's the closer like what how do you (laughs) how do you top that yeah what's the next thing you want some light hugging at that point like (laughs) do you then wind down after that that's a really good question you really have to do that very last yes it's like in the movie they had to film it last because you mess up the dolls at the end but Mm -hmm. man i never thought about that you certainly don't open with it so as a sex therapist
0: I try really hard not to judge people for what they're into, mm-hmm. but I have such a strong feeling about feces not being personally. something... Personally. Got it. Not being something I would involve with sex that um, I really have a difficult time not thinking it's just kind of... I, I'm sure there's a way for it to do it as sanitarily as possible. Like I doubt it. But Yeah.
1: There's um, just so much bacteria and, and nastiness in there, but I guess it's so far from me. It's so unrelatable to me I'd never considered it, but to hear you describe it like that makes me think of food
0: mm, and sex. Yeah, I
1: I can't leave a room quick enough if someone whips out a chocolate syrup or a whipped cream It's mm-hmm. like you have fun on your own. I gotta go, you know You might have some perspective on this. Why
0: do people equate chocolate dipped strawberries with sex?
1: so I think the color red is a large part of it Um, right mm -hmm. that's a sexual color like a lustful thing um but so is a rutabaga true a beet as well (laughs) ketchup uh the the at i don't know dipping in 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 a thing might be a thing just because it's dripping and glistening Mm -hmm. um the sweetness maybe i mean i I like to
0: you know dip fries in chick-fil-a sauce but i
1: yeah Yeah, there's lots of stuff I dip that I wouldn't even consider close to sex. Yeah, Yeah. Maybe the shape of the strawberry, too. It's not necessarily as suggestive uh, as a banana.
0: I wonder if it's how the mouth looks when you bite into one. Okay,
1: a little bit of that, too. Mm -hmm. I think it's just like a juicy red fruit. I don't know.
0: This means at some point on the podcast, we'll have to do the um, nine and a half weeks.
1: Oh, with there's a grant. Is-
0: no, th- uh, that's um, it's Mickey Rourke and Kim Basinger from the late '80s, and there's a scene where they put food all over each other.
1: <laughs> oh, okay.
0: It was back when Mickey Rourke uh, looked like a human, and not like <laughs> the pup. He kind of looks like the puppet. Yes. The the Matt Damon melted right, kind of puppet. But the now Mickey Rourke. Right. Yes. Back then, back when, younger he was kind of handsome. <laughs> So uh, but I do work with uh, a fair number of clients and I have talked to enough people over time that golden showers urinating Mm -hmm.
1: during sex is a little bit more common. It certainly seems safer. Right. It's Mm -hmm. just like uh, it's almost like water that smells bad.
0: Yes. So I would say if if you plan to incorporate uh, urinating uh, urination into or micturating, as we like to call it scientifically. <laughs> it is called, <laughs> micturating.
1: Yes. I imagine a lot of that happens in the shower, though, with people. Probably. Just because the cleanup is easy, no muss, no fuss. Yes. But like the, the the fecal matter, you still got kind of a problem going on in the shower.
0: Absolutely, because um, if it contacts your skin, it, it, your skin just smells afterwards, no matter what. As someone who's changed diapers for a long <laughs> yeah, time. I can, I can vouch for
1: that, too. I just imagine the, not to sit here and continue to daydream about shitting on people as opposed to these movie scenes. But uh, TARP seems really Tar- necessary. Definitely.
0: I think we should, from now on, refer to it as consensual shitting. Okay. <laughs> Do you not think the puppet shitting scene was consensual? Oh, no, it definitely was. Okay. But I think it's important to distinct. Yeah. Dis- the distinction. Well, because- you don't want to
1: shit on someone without their consent. Um, That just doesn't seem like it would work out
0: yeah okay fair enough um but yeah i would say if you are going to involve um urination into your sexual play you'd want to make sure you're very hydrated yeah to cut down
1: on possible smells did you see the recent concert urination that happened in our fine state no what happened so welcome to rockville is a big concert that happens in daytona yeah and one of the bands at Welcome to Rockville called Brass Against, mm-hmm. it's a cover band of Rise Against and a few other, other uh, of these hard bands, but they do it with like a lot of horns. Oh, and the lead singer is um, this lady from I think somewhere in South America, like Brazil or one of the countries in South America. And anyway, uh, in any case, uh, she calls up some guy to the stage. He runs up on the stage, jumping around, super excited. Lays down on the stage. I didn't get to see what was said before the video started, so I don't know if maybe she asked for someone who was a volunteer, but he certainly looked to be a volunteer. Lays down on the stage. She just kind of stands over him. She's standing. He's laying on the stage. She's kind of straddling where his head is. She spreads her legs apart, kind of squats down a little bit, pulls her underwear down, and unleashes what could only be compared to, like, a five-alarm fire hose (gasps) level water pressure. She must have had 73 gallons of water before that performance. Oh, my goodness. And uh, just drowns this man on stage. You see him spit it out of his mouth like he uh, was Gene Simmons in in, in Kiss. Oh. And then he jumps up and starts jumping around and he's all excited about it. And I think they tackle him and bring him off the stage. And um, <clears throat> they got in a little bit of trouble for that. And the police weren't happy about it. Sure. And then uh, the band released an apology. She didn't release an apology. And good for her. She shouldn't apologize. She she meant to do it, but um, it was a very interesting moment at Welcome to Rockville. And 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 you go, all right, there may be a lot more people into this than I thought there were. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. And getting urine in your mouth seems to be uh, something that interests people. It's not like, oh, pee on my foot.
1: I assumed it was an unintended consequence, mm-hmm. but I guess maybe it is. I yes. Don't, I don't know.
0: And Bear Grylls would have you believe that it's actually <laughs> safe to drink right. urine, but in high quantities, it's not good that, to consume that much urea. It's too much nitrogen. For I imagine system.
1: if you've got other choices too.
0: Well, like water.
1: Yeah, or literally any liquid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: We don't drink
1: soda in our family. Okay, but you drink urine. I <laughs> yeah. would say Mountain Dew is pretty close.
0: So you're saying, in addition to this being an absolutely hilarious scene, it's also a good movie.
1: It was a funny movie, but I think for me, I mean, I'm just such a huge fan of shocking things. Oh, yeah. Things that kind of slap you in the side of the head. You're like, wait a second, what? Uh, And that was like, that was it. Like, the 90s were a very shocking decade. And this came out after that, when I think all of that started to go by the wayside. And now, there's like nothing shocking, or at least nothing shocking allowed. But um, that's one of the last sex scenes that I think really shocked me. Sure.
0: Well, Speaking of 90s and shocking, we can go to our next film that you brought with us, 1999's Eyes Wide Shut. With Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman, they were still married at the time.
1: Yeah, barely. Barely. This is this is the reason why this movie stays with me. I didn't see this movie in the theaters. Oh. Yeah. So uh, I saw this movie after the fact, and it was after Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman separate. And uh, I'm assuming you remember, but <clears throat> for the people who are listening, you know, before... Brad and Angelina or, or Brad and Jennifer, you know, Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman were that couple. They, they were, were the monster couple.
0: Absolutely. The
1: most famous actor, the most famous actress. They were married and it wasn't like a one year. marriage. I mean, they spent a decade together. Mm-hmm. Children. I think they adopted two of them together. That was a real deal Hollywood marriage. And their split, obviously, was. it was almost like the beginning of uh, the paparazzi era, but their split was so reported on. And I remember just hearing all about it as a kid, even though I wasn't searching it out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when they split, I was uh, early 20s, So the Internet was a thing, but it's not like everyone's using it every day for hours a day. Sure. Um, so it was, a th- it was a thing. And then, you know, when you think about in hindsight, they make this move. You know, they met before they made a movie, uh, Days of Thunder.
0: Right. Which was a flop, even though everyone thought, oh, car racing. That's going to sure. be a great movie. With
1: big actors and actresses mm-hmm. like Robert Duvall is in there, too. But... Kidman and Cruz fall in love uh, previous to that movie Wrapping, right? Mm -hmm. They get together. I'm assuming he brings her into the Church of Scientology at that point, which we know is kind of, you know, has its own polarizing things about it. And that marriage goes on for 10 years. They adopt the two kids. Then suddenly rumors that he's like bugging her apartment and stuff. And the Scientology people are helping to gather evidence against her. And then they split and no one's talking either way about the split. i had always assumed That if you were married to Tom Cruise, it was more of like a contractual obligation thing. Sure. And what you read about this, especially in interviews with Nicole, is that she was very much in love with this man for Mm -hmm. the entire time they were married and still in love with them as they broke up. And she didn't want to break up. And he did. And they separated. And then days later, he filed for divorce. And this was apparently heartbreaking to her. So juxtapose that. So she didn't want to be divorced. No. So Zenu told him that they had to divorce. <laughs> right. Exactly. He wow. said you would have more thetons if you were to get divorced. So, I mean, juxtapose that to the fact that this movie was filmed and released at the end of their marriage. Mm. And um, I don't believe you've been through a divorce at this point. I've been through a divorce. I know all divorces aren't created equally, but I would think a lot of people would be able to relate to a relationship that goes on for like a decade. Mm hmm. And you end up getting a divorce. It's almost never a shock, right? It's almost never a surprise. You kind of work up to that. I guess for some people, they get cheated on. They don't see it coming. But for people who are just not clicking, not on the same page, I don't think that's something that shows itself in year nine. No, you're right. So they've probably been like working on what this is or what it looks like or do we split or not for a while, I'm assuming. And they do this movie that a lot of people, including the critics, considered like softcore porn. Yeah, it was released.
0: And the the subject of the movie is about two people in a marriage that are having a hard time connecting. Yes.
1: So uh, Tom Cruise notoriously uh, loves to do his own stunts, but not also talked about is the fact that Tom Cruise is somewhat method in his acting. He really doesn't like to break character on these sets is what gets reported about him. Oh, so uh, maybe not to the Daniel Day Lewis degree, but to the point where uh if he's in a scene where he's not having a good day or he's in a fight, he's going to be that way when when the scene is cut. Like, that's what his mood is for that He day. comes
0: home as Jack Reacher. Yeah, basically,
1: right? Oh, boy. So, I mean, there are sex scenes. Uh, there's, you know, a partial kind of sex scene with Nicole Kidman that I mm-hmm. imagine when, when I was watching that scene had to be somewhat difficult. And there are these weird, like, um, sex slave scenes and stuff like that. Like, I just... The, it sticks with me because I can't imagine what what their car ride home must have been like every mm-hmm. day from the set of that movie and then to be working with a guy like Kubrick who is like one of these evil geniuses and then for him to die right before the movie comes out just all this 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 cloudiness surrounding this really noir like cloudy movie and that kind of sticks with me as a really interesting you know moment in time I don't want to call it a piece of art because it sounds presumptuous but it's it's like this moment of time that isn't just about a script and actors.
0: Is it possible that the background on this movie and everything you've just talked about is, in fact, much more interesting than the movie itself?
1: Yes. No, I think that's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I didn't really care about the movie that much.
0: Yeah. And I just rewatched last night. I, I can't sit through this movie, the whole thing. It's too boring. Frankly, mm-hmm. I, I don't enjoy this. Well, movie. I think it tries too hard too. It, oh, it tries very, very hard. But I watched the orgy scene in order to talk about that today. Yeah. And it even managed to, to be boring.
1: Yeah. I mean, all of their sex scenes managed to be, boring. aside from the fact that, like, Nicole Kidman is naked in the movie, which was a big deal back then. Sure. Uh, Tom Cruise is a little bit naked as well. Um, but outside of those factors, like once you get over the, oh, my God, these are A-list actors and, and actresses and we're seeing their bodies. Um, it was it was rather it was even vanilla. Mm-hmm. Like it was just slow and boring and not exciting. There was no shock factor, really, whatsoever, even though they tried. They tried really, really hard, yeah.
0: Can we talk a little bit about the orgy scene? Yeah, sure. So Tom Cruise gets this invitation well, someone tells him to come to this huge uh, castle looks like Versailles mm-hmm. shows up and he's puts on a mask. He's wearing a black cape. He gives a password. He's greeted by doormen wearing masks. Everybody's wearing. Masks. Everybody's, wearing masks. Everybody's wearing masks, and as you pointed out to me earlier, imagine the horrible acting <laughs> Americans in Squid Game. Yeah, that's kind of what they look
1: like. Yeah, the VIPs in Squid Game. I don't know. I was rewatching this scene uh, for this podcast, and eyes wide shut, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure we just saw this in Squid Game. This the horrible acting, the 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 masks, the the pomp and the, and the, like, this is basically what. People who, who've who never been rich think super rich people do. Yes. As opposed to just hiding their big homes and, like, count their money. <laughs> they just put on these masks and act all weird and hoity-toity, I guess, and, and treat people who make less than them as, like, objects, I, I guess. Yeah. I, I don't know.
0: So Tom Cruise's character walks in, and there's this huge room, and there is... Um, someone in a red gown with a mask on in the, beginning, in the middle grand, of the circle. A grand wizard. A grand wizard of sorts. And surrounded in a circle of women who are wearing the black cloak and masks. And there's some sort of ritual starts. And all of these women take off their gowns. They mm-hmm. leave their masks on. Right. And surprising, they're all very tall, sure.
1: perfect, objective,
0: per- perfect bodies perky breasts they're probably all like 22
1: yeah uh, and they're all you know beautiful beautiful yes. woman figures for that time and 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 i guess watching this in 2021 you're like um wow movies really were made by men for men oh, at every turn
0: i was watching that this and i think this podcast and watching all these sex scenes has really like made that part stick out to me like yeah. wow this is definitely a dude that directed this and was like
1: this is what men want that's like, funny my, you had my wife on the podcast a while ago And she, she said it on the podcast We talk about it all the time Literally every time we're watching a show And there's a sex scene uh, She gets upset that these are these are male Written and, and invented You know, imagined sex scenes With 30 seconds of sex Where the woman orgasms And the guy finishes at the same time And yes. uh, But in this scene, it's basically this Circle of naked ladies with masks on Because, you know, who needs a face to humanize somebody And, um they're all just there to serve all the the men at this castle.
0: Yes and what I was laughing at watching this is so while they're still in the circle, the um, grand wizard kind of has a rain stick or some like sort of a staff and he, a staff, and, he po- and he like hits the ground and all the women do sort of like a a, a dance or they they like kind of lean all in timing. And I thought so where to imagine in the world of this film, That these women were all like living their lives and they were like, honey, I got to go off to orgy practice. (laughs) got to practice
1: the dance moves. That's very funny. So, yeah, I guess what kind of commitment would that be? And then are you assuming that these women have like other lives with husbands or kids and stuff like that? I mean... I don't know if they're participating in the or I mean chances are some of those people they, they can't just all be young singles right mm-hmm, there has right. to be some married and established people in there mm-hmm. you, you wonder what industry they borrowed them from or is there like just a, a rolodex of ready willing and able 24 year old 105 pound women I yeah I, apparently there is in Stanley Kubrick's brain <laughs> maybe that's how you become the grandmaster so these
0: women then kind of split off from the circle, grab a man. They kind of twirl off from the circle. Yes, they really do. It's really dance off. And then they do this mask kiss thing with whoever they select. And then they go off, presumably, to have sex. And Tom Cruise is walking through the orgy. Mm -hmm. All the men, except for a few that are actually naked, all the men are still wearing their whole black shawl, whatever, cape. And just... Oggling the women and even some of the women are naked watching the other women mm-hmm. there's lots of women touching each other's breasts while men watch it's
1: orgy wallpaper is what that is
0: it really is yeah. there and there were a few intercourse things going on but they were very uh at least in the version i saw there was like a person standing in front of them so you couldn't see everything mm-hmm. it well, was that very was,
1: so that was part of the controversy around mm-hmm. the r rating mm-hmm. so <clears throat> before kubrick died Uh, He was arguing with Warner Brothers about these scenes Mm -hmm. and they wanted him to cut the sex scenes because it wasn't going to get the R. Um, It was going to get an NC-17 rating, which means it was going to be shown in less places, make less money. Uh, And what they did was they covered it up by just putting people in front of it or maybe blurring out in the background with some fake bokeh. But that that was the reason why the movie was able to keep its R rating.
0: Mm, That makes sense now, Mm. because I thought it was a little bit strange and frustrating. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. It was frustrating because it was the most boring and all all of this, what we've described takes place over like 25 minutes. It is so dragged out and it is the least enjoyable, like there's no joy in anyone's face. Well, you, well I'm sorry, you can't mess up. <laughs> 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 That's why there's no joy in anyone's face, because yeah. they all have these. But no one looks like
1: they're really enjoying themselves. They're all no. very stoic. It's all somewhat dark, but not completely dark. It's just like uh, dark walls and darkish lighting. And the music is very drab and drony. There's very different from Team America World Police sex scene.
0: Oh, very much so. So from what I understand, from what uh, a lot of my clients have told me about Orgies mm-hmm. or gatherings of swinging couples. First of all, um, everyone looks like normal
1: people at an orgy,
0: right? I mean, if you're to go to one, like an exclusive VIP one in Miami, maybe or maybe LA, see eight
1: and a half or a nine there,
0: yeah. right? Yeah, and and maybe the you know those have you know maybe some I don't know, maybe Leonardo DiCaprio puts together like <laughs> yep. someone with not that Leo would do it, but you know puts together these only attractive people like. Objectively attractive. Mm -hmm. Um, But no, very normal people. There's usually lots of drinking because, you know, why not? You're having a party. Sure. And, you know, uh, fun. People are there to have fun, right? Yeah.
1: It's raucous and laughter and and it's a party, probably.
0: Absolutely. So definitely a different feel than what this.
1: Was. But I don't think the eyes wide shut scene was supposed to be portraying like a fun orgy. This was more like um, almost like a ritual. Yeah. Like a rite of passage mm-hmm. for powerful people.
0: To my knowledge, I have never worked with a client that's told me that they've gone to one of these.
1: I also and I understand they were trying to like forward the story along. But the um, the I don't know what you call her. She's not a, a prostitute. Uh, but the girl who's with Tom Cruise and yes. telling him he's in danger and he needs to go. I'm curious how many other of these guys get told that message. Mm hmm. And um, is it just Tom Gray? Is it all of those guys? Or is it just everyone this girl sees? They didn't really dive into her as much as I would have liked because obviously they're just objects. But I think that that's what kind of made this thing a little bit more frustrating for me Mm -hmm. in the long run. But as a movie, I think the whole thing just stuck with me because Nicole is on set watching him do these scenes too. Mm -hmm. Um, And then obviously those two probably had their own issues with... I mean, he got married, I think. He was with somebody like weeks or months after the divorce. And this is when all the rumors uh, began Holmes. again. Well, this is Katie Holmes was like. Um, I want to say like 2003. Oh, OK. So it might have been soon after. I don't, I don't think she was. I think there was someone in between. Mm. But I definitely remember all these rumors of how like this. This is like a contractual. Was it obligation. Shelley Miscavige? <laughs> I don't know who that is. Oh, oh, well, that's another story for another day. <laughs> but. You know, I just I tried to put myself in like one of their shoes being on this set, like especially Nicole Kidman watching this man that I love. And it's not the same as maybe watching him in movies in the past few years. Now it's like, well, he probably wants to hook up with that lady. He doesn't want me. That whole thing just seems so difficult. I don't understand how they worked in that way.
0: I would also think that if you are shooting a sex scene in a film with someone you have actual sex with in your real life mm-hmm. that it must be a strange component to a do it in front of other people unless that's a kink you have but like let's assume it's not right and then also you're not actually having sex because that's not what happens on screens there's rules and you're supposed to be wearing like uh cock
1: socks right. and coverings mo- and stuff modesty garments i'll say this though because i did think about this while i was re-watching they're definitely pulling from their regular experience when they're doing that scene. Like the whole thing about acting, right, is authenticity. Mm-hmm. You have to, and especially with these people who consider themselves method or like true to life actors where they're they're mentally in that state. So you're watching Tom Cruise be sexual with people, but specifically, at least to me, in the scene with Nicole Kidman, when they're in the bedroom and looking in the mirror and they're both kind of naked or whatever, and he's like stroking her body. I'm sitting here going, this, is, this was like Thursday for them a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. That's that's an interesting little peek into that for me, like watching some. It's almost like watching a real sex tape. Yeah, that's that's a good
0: point. And I would imagine going back to Team America. So the sex life of those puppets might have contributed to their behavior.
1: Yeah, uh, I think so, too. Or maybe the um, that might be linked to other things like trauma or abuse or yes. something like that. <laughs> you know, you never know why someone shits on somebody in the, in the way that they do. I will say this: life, uh, sex, life is a puppet. Probably a little easier than as a human because you've always got wood. <laughs> Just Waiting on that one. <laughs> waiting on it.
0: Aaron, thank you very much
1: for having. <laughs> Let's get out. That note. Get out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. If you have a scene you'd like us to talk about, you can always find us on social media at, at real. Sexpod, R E E L, sexpod, or you can email us at realsexpod, R E E L, sexpod at gmail.com. Thanks, Aaron. Thank you.
1: This has been another episode of Real Sex with Dr. Noel. Feel free to turn up the lights or not.